Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fire up for pro football. That's what we call a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad. Wouldn't kill you. We play some competitive sports once in a while, wouldn't it? Oh, would that make you love me? Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Hour two of two here on Football Sunday. Mike and Rashad with you until 11 o'clock. First game of the day is underway. It is Ravens and Titans. We'll preview it next, but we got to wrap up yesterday's games first. And that includes the final game of the night, which was Washington and Tampa. You can text the fan text line 503-250-1080. You can find us on social media uh, on Twitter. I'm at Mike Lynch 27. Rashad's at TaylorMade503. And if you missed any of the show, you can listen to it on the Les Schwab Tires podcast, which you can find on the radio.com app, on 1080thefam.com, as well as most other places you can find podcasts. But to me, at least, the least interesting game of the day was the final game of the day. That was Bucks washington It was uh, Taylor Henneke we found out in the middle of the day yesterday getting the start instead of Alex Smith, who was inactive. That changed my perception of the game quite a bit. Although, to be fair, Henneke actually played quite well in the game. He uh he showed a lot more ability as a passer than I expected. He actually threw for 306 yards and a touchdown and ran for 46 yards on the ground. But despite the fact that this game was close, 31-23, it never really felt like it was the the Bucks were going to lose the game, right? They, they, they were able to score most of the times they had the ball. Only a couple of times it felt like they really punted or had a bad drive. Some of them were field goals. They didn't get a touchdown on every single drive. But it just kind of felt like to me – that Washington's defense was good. It kept him in the game, but there was really never a threat from football team, which I hate saying. Uh, There was never a threat from football team as I (laughs) move my hand in a (laughs) funny motion uh, to to lose this or to win this game. So uh, Bucks win, eight-point win. Uh, They cover the spread, I guess, the new spread. It was earlier nine. It was seven and a half at the end, but – other than that, I, I was I, frankly I was kind of bored watching this game for some reason, and maybe this is more more the point for me. Tampa Bay kind of bores me. I don't know why. 
but I'm bored watching Tampa play. Is that bad? Is that wrong? I mean, I, I don't know if it's bad. I just, I think whenever Do you find them exciting to watch, I, I think they're, I think they're really good. And I think when teams are really good, it takes away some intrigue a little bit, but th- they've had their little, you know, kind of bumps in the road, you know, in between there, especially towards the beginning of the season. But then, uh, you know, they've, they've, for the last like five weeks, they've, you know, they've, they've been okay, you know, for the most part. So, um, I don't know. I just, I just, I feel like it's a, it's not super, I don't want to call them exciting, but they have exciting players. You have a Mike Evans who showed his ass yesterday and, and was, and was really, really good. Um, you have, uh, obviously, a, um, a, a Godwin, you know, you have, um, Tom, Thomas Brady, you know, Cameron Brayton has kind of become your, your number one tight end, you know, there as Gronk kind of plays a little more blocking like they're well, not at least, at least this game he was their tight end game their the tight ends, ends are weird they don't really use them like that you know what i mean but i think they're more so decoys than anything else which is really you know which is huge because guaranteed uh gronk or Brate has a huge game uh over the next one because you're not really expecting brady to go there because he hasn't you know well, for they, most of the season they use him in the red zone that's that's but that's it you know and that's, they, he did try to throw to gronk in the red zone which he was out of bounds and then Brate. Yeah, yeah, got the touchdown. But, but yeah. honestly, like you look at it, it's almost kind of like, oh, I, I forgot Gronkowski plays for them because that's how little action that he really sees, unless he's in the red zone. And so I'm just like, they're they're a good team. They're they're just not exciting, you know. There's, I mean, and and you you got Leonard Fournette, who's a who's a great running back or was a really good running back and could still show that he's a good running back. Antonio Brown, um, you know, you have guys that are just like that are their household names, but. You know, it's just, you know, I don't know if it's just not wanting Brady to win again, not wanting to see the same person there, or maybe it's the Browns have a team of unlikable, excuse me, the uh, Bucks have a team of unlikable guys that people don't really care for like that. Like, I mean, I don't know what it is, but. It's interesting because, like, normally I feel like if a team was built like that, I'd think they were fun, right? Yeah. Like, most of the teams in the playoffs, I enjoy watching, most of them. Uh, I think the Bills are a ton of fun. The Colts, I, I thought the Colts were kind of overrated, but you know they've got some they've got some moments to them as well. Just in yesterday's games, just most of those teams are fun to watch. I watched the Bucks, and you've got an elite. You've got like three elite wide receivers. You've got Chris Godwin, who's great. You've got Mike Evans, who as long as he's healthy is great. And you've got Antonio Brown catching touchdowns still, and he's a number one guy, even though he's a lunatic. Um, you know, Gronk's a fun personality. Tom Brady is theoretically fun to watch because he's a good quarterback for whatever reason i just i I turn the game on and my brain turns off i've watched them a lot this year i just i have no interest in them maybe it's like they it feels like they don't have any personality it feels like they don't have any fun they don't it feels like it feels like they just kind of go out there and they play they don't listen they take on the the personality of your leader which is brady and as much as i love tom brady this is my one of my favorite players of all time he and randy moss like, I never want to kick it with Tom Brady. Like, he wouldn't have anything to say. He's dry. He's not fun. And so, look at the Patriots. Dry, not fun. You know, and you a lot of times you think it's Belichick, but even though Subway commercials, Belichick is like, okay, he's kind of funny. You know, like. He's got I, a little, little I, I humor, too. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a little bit there. He's got a Popovich type of, of humor, you know, very, very dry. But Brady is just, you. It's it's no games with him. And I think everybody's kind of on board with, man, let's win a championship, and then we can play some games. But. I don't know, man. I, th- I think they're cerebral right now because that's what Brady is. And like now that they're, we're in playoff time, which is winning time for Tom Brady, who holds every single record in the playoff 
playoffs that you can imagine. Every passing record, every winning record. So, yeah, they're boring because boring wins. And right now that's kind of what they're doing. They're boring and they're winning the NFC. And it would shock me if they went all the way to the Super Bowl. I don't know if they're making it that far, but. Are they, they a better team than the Packers? No. You think, Okay. The pa- I think the Packers are right now. Packers the most, are great. Packers are the best team in, in the league. The Packers look the most Super Bowl of all teams to yeah. me right now. Uh, just the way that they're playing. So, no, they're not better than the Are they Packers. better than the Rams? Yeah. Uh, but but they're going to – yeah, as we learned, if the Bears lose, the Bucks are – I just – Oh, I, no, the Bucks would play – God, I can't. I'm, I'm just bringing up the, the, the other whomever the, 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 the good teams are. I don't know exactly who everybody's playing, but, like, in, for the, the NFC – The Bucks would play the Saints. Yeah, for the NFC, like it, it's 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 the Saints, it's the um, the Packers, it's the Bucks, it's one of those three teams, and we we know that off top. But well, we thought it was the Seahawks too, right? But if you're asking, well, we did. But now, if you're asking me what the Seahawks gone like with with the with current rosters and with coaching, like which of those three teams do honestly I think, would I take? I'm taking the Packers. T- I'm, really? Yes. With those three teams, like with 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 the rosters each of them have and head and coaching and coordinators, I'm probably taking the Bucks. Okay. Probably taking the bucks. Well, it's a little Tom Brady, you know. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot of it's Brady, a lot of it's Antonio Brown, you know, a lot of it is uh, uh, Mike Evans. Like it's and just they have a good defense. Yeah, and then then if you forget, and Dominic and Sue, you know, is is trying to make a big different difference on that defense this year. So you know, I think it's I don't know, I'm getting a five one zero number. I don't know, I have no friends in California, but <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so I think it I think it definitely makes a difference that you have a guy like like Tom Brady in the mix for you to really change your personality and really change the way you do things. Cause they weren't talking championship last year with, uh, with super dumb, you know, you weren't talking championship with a uh, Jameis Winston. Oh, I like, was like, what? Yeah. That's what we'll call him. Super, super dumb. dumb. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no offense. I mean, Jameis is just, he's just not a, he wants to eat the W. He just wants to eat. Oh, the no, 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 no. Yeah. Like he's, I mean, all right, Jameis, man, get some crab legs, bro. So <laughs> no, but I, I mean, the Bucks are good, and in the playoffs, like anything can happen, and we know that. Uh, I, I didn't see the Seahawks losing yesterday, and not their offense not being able to work against uh, the Rams. So, do I think that the the, the Bucks can go in against uh, against a team like the Packers at Lambeau when it's cold and win? Yeah, I do. They could. Yeah, they I mean, could. I just don't buy it. All right, coming up next, let's uh, switch gears to the games today. The first one is underway. We've already had a couple of punts. Ravens Titans both went three and out in their first drives. Now we just had a deep pass completion to AJ Brown on third down. That brings uh, the Titans, I believe into Ravens territory. So uh, we'll, we'll break down this game next. This is football Sunday on the fan football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080, the fan. It is 1020 on your Sunday morning. We are watching Ravens Titans awesome song i've heard this in a long time this is your song you chose this song yeah like i told you i told you uh for some reason the music beds got all lost and we were only hearing the same like three beds every show okay and i fixed it so now all the music that we originally picked is in here including some stuff we need to remove but i haven't heard this in so long yeah because i you know if it's metal normally it'd be me who's picking it but no this was a rashad special this is a great record man shout out to alter bridge metalingus metalingus name of the song Uh, We are watching Ravens-Titans on the TV right now. We are midway through the first quarter. It is scoreless, but the Titans are in the red zone. Second and goal for them. Uh, A couple of punts on the first few drives, and then a deep pass to A.J. Brown, and then I missed the play that got them closer, but uh, Derrick Henry just got stuffed on his run. But So this game, 
actually to me is one of the more fascinating games of the whole weekend because the Titans are a team that I was very high on most of the year because of how well they were playing on offense. Their offense, I think, is a ton of fun to watch. Uh, their offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith, is actually going to be interviewed for a lot of the head coaching jobs that are open right now in the NFL because they, they just kind of have a good mix of pro-style and college-style offense going on. And that would be a touchdown for the Titans. A.J. Brown looks like a little bit of a push-off, but it didn't get called. Uh, so Titans will be the first one to score in this game. But the Titans' defense is a huge problem. It is a really bad defense. Their rush defense is one of the worst in the NFL. And against a team like Baltimore, which runs the ball really well, that is not a that is not a problem that you want to have. First drive, they were able to stop a couple of runs, and then it worked out okay. But despite the fact the Titans take the lead here, I still think this is the Ravens' game to win because of how bad the Titans' defense is. And the Ravens' defense is good. The Ravens have a good defense that I think can actually slow down Derrick Henry, who is the obvious key point to uh, the Titans offense. So despite the fact that it's not about to be seven, nothing Tennessee, I still think Baltimore is a, uh, is a much better team. Uh, yeah. I think Baltimore is definitely the better team. Uh, I just think at least in this matchup, I, I just say. think man, King Henry is just so unstoppable. Like we talked a lot about the MVP and for whatever reason, we haven't mentioned Derrick Henry's name and we probably should have, um, the truth is, man, like, the MVP is a quarterback award now. Like, you just saw the first receiver since, what, 91 win the Heisman? Yeah. Something like something stupid, like 91, He deserved it, though. He was amazing. He's, he was easily the best player in college football Devontae Smith year. on Alabama. Yes. Easily the best player in, in, in college football. And it was 91. Year. Desmond Howard was the last one to win it, and that was 91. So, and Desmond Howard really did it because of what he was able to do on special teams. That was why Desmond Howard was was so, you know, great at that point. But Derrick Henry, man, there's three dudes in history that have been able to to, to put up 2,000 yards rushing in a, in a season, like three, and you're one of them. Like, I don't care what that is. Like, you you should be in that conversation as far as, you know, the MVP. And there's there's guys like Aaron, uh, Aaron Donald and some other ones that will never be in the conversation MVP, and they should because they are that important to a team and they're that important to what – you know, uh, uh, the success of, of any team. So it shouldn't just be the Mahomes and the, all those other guys. That's it. Um, I don't, it's this gun, this game is going to come down to stopping Derrick Henry because you just saw that <laughs> this game is going to come down to stopping Derrick, uh, Derrick Henry, because um, I think you can kind of keep their offense, you know, as far as Tannehill, you can keep them bottled up, but Tannehill is actually taking a lot of, a, a lot of leaps this year you know he he's went been from, really good he went from a guy that was like kind of a liability to okay Tannehill's not bad I don't think anybody's gonna consider him a top 10 or top 15 guy but he's no longer the liability on your team and there was a point when uh when he was in where was Tannehill before this uh he was in Miami when when he was a Dolphin uh when he couldn't even remember the teams in his division like it looked bleak well for him. what's interesting to me about Tannehill is Tannehill had a really bad team around him. Yeah. He was a high draft pick out of Texas A&M, went to the Dolphins, who sucked. I never thought Tannehill was bad. I thought Tannehill showed signs but just had bad team teams around him. And he once he got a good team and once he got a chance, once Mariota kind of fell out of favor there and he got a good offensive coordinator, it's been looking beautiful for him. He's a He's good on the ground, too, which is huge now in the NFL the best teams, well, I'm going to, no, don't say it like that. 
the change of NFL offense is coming to where the dual threat quarterback is going to be the best quarterback in the league. Um, and it's not dual threat in the way that we normally think about it. It's dual threat in the way where it's actually a guy who doesn't look like he can run and is a really good passer, but can use his legs when he needs to. Um, and I think Ryan Tannehill is almost like the perfect example of that. Tannehill looks like the prototypical tall stand in the pocket quarterback. And he can do that. He's a great passer, but he can run and he's mobile in the pocket. And especially nowadays where offensive lines are getting worse and offensive linemen come out of college generally are smaller and undersized. Guys need to be able to be mobile in the pocket. Guys need to be able to move. And Ryan, Ryan Tannehill can do that. So uh, he's a it's not just Derrick Henry. You're right. It's it's a lot on Ryan Tannehill, too, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that uh, the Titans are probably the more exciting team, but the Ravens uh, collectively have the better team. You know, that because um, – and mind you, you got two of the most – two of the top three most exciting players in the league playing in this game to me right now. Lamar uh, Lamar Jackson, obviously Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. And then, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Those, to me, those are the three most exciting guys uh, to watch in the NFL right now. But this – I think Lamar Jackson has a lot to prove. And honestly, I, I I get kind of frustrated by the criticism of Lamar Jackson. And I under I understand like, you know, that you expect a lot from him, but you're looking at He a was kid, pretty bad this year compared compared to an MVP season. Compared to an MVP season, he was pretty bad, but he threw like what, just nine less touchdowns than you typically do. Like he couldn't and he called it out at one point, man. Teams know what we're gonna do. How much of this is on John Harbaugh? And how much of him is on uh, this is on him as far as just being lazy and being like, man, teams know what we're going to do, but it doesn't matter. They just have to stop it. Like, no, this isn't college. Like some guys, you know, you have to come up with some type of, of plan or, 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 or make sure that you can put the ball in your best player's hands and let them make a play. I'm and, still I'm still curious, though, if is that a problem for John Harbaugh or is he doing it to protect? Lamar Jackson, I don't I'm, I'm, I'm was Lamar sure. Jackson an MVP because of the system that he was playing in. Or, or is he an MVP because he's actually an elite quarterback? You know, passes like that where he just that's threw a, a terrible that's a interception. Terrible pass. Uh, that he terrible underthrew pass. by what felt like 500 but, yards. And, but, but here's my thing about Lamar Jackson. Like, we're starting to really praise Baker Mayfield for the maturity and for the things that he's doing. Their numbers are the same. So we're praising Baker for, for doing these things, and we're saying, well, Lamar, I don't know. He's had a terrible year. If you look at their number, they're exactly the same for the most part. There's, I think they've both thrown the same amount of interceptions, and I think, or excuse me, the same amount of touchdowns, and I think Lamar's thrown one more interception than Baker has. But it's be, we, it, the, it has nothing to do with the, the numbers. It's because Baker was bad and is now good, or at least playing better. But I'm saying, but his numbers are better but for him they're better but for lamar they're trash and that's that was and that was my that was my big thing it's just it. based it's like, on the previous year yeah though. no of course when you win the any anytime you win an mvp and the next year you don't or you're just kind of you know okay we forget that he's the first person in history to ever have back-to-back thousand yard seasons as a quarterback the first person ever Michael Vick didn't do that. He's the uh, man, Cordell Stewart, you know, uh, Donovan McNabb, all these dual threat quarterbacks have never done that. And so it's like, yes, he, he, he did throw, what was it? Uh, I don't know. It was like nine interceptions, something like that. Something stupid, you know, this year with the 26 touchdowns, but everything else he did what he's supposed to do. And so like, I, I, I get that, you know, there's criticism there because he was so good and he was so electric you know, the year that he won the MVP. But, I mean, damn, like, now he's trash. But for those same numbers, like, we're going to praise another quarterback and say that he's finally arrived, but 
that's that's crazy to me. And so I think he gets an unfair amount of of criticism. And I'm not well, going to keep throwing picks like that. It's no, going to be that's, very fair. Then that's yeah, that's that's valid because that's a that's a terrible pass that you threw. Right, now. I don't know if the wind caught it or what, but that was a bad pass. That was, I mean, that was the worry of, about Lamar Jackson was that down the field he wasn't going to be as good, and that's why the system worked so well for him because. A lot of short passes, a lot of movement. It worked, and he, he had a lot of wide open guys. That, that it was a good great. throw. Like the throw looked great. No. It was like, man, we're. we're I mean, he didn't wobble the, off his hand, but it was yeah. like seven yards short yeah, into the, throw the left. Looked great. No, it's just his overall delivery was like, man, I don't know who you're throwing it to though. But <laughs> it was bad. That was some Mitch Trubisky type of <laughs> type of throwing. Are we? Have we been fooled twice? Because remember last year the Ravens lost to the Titans. Remember, yes. and we were like, "Oh, the Ravens are better, and and they'll win the game." Have we been fooled twice? Are we about to be fooled twice? I mean, what? Yeah, I, that it's, pay, I, it's, it's that's momentum, really quick, right there. It's very possible that the Titans are just the better team, and we look at this, you know, Ravens. Sometimes you just don't have an answer for certain teams. Like, I just don't know how to beat you guys. We're better on on paper, but uh, for whatever reason, you know, the 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 seventy the the seventy two and ten Bulls. Lost to the Raptors three times to the the, the startup Raptors, like I can't just can't figure them out. Like I mean I mean we can't figure it out. It was Toronto. If you ever been to Canada and you ever been to Toronto, it's you know it's city, a right? it's a dope city. So you're not going in there and having a bunch of great games. All right, let's take a break. Coming up next, we got a couple other games today. We got to talk about as well. Uh, but first, I have a Sports Center update. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 10.35 here on your Sunday morning. It is now 10-0 Titans over the Ravens. Got a field goal after a deep pass to uh, the tight end, Anthony Ferkser, that brought them down into scoring range, but they were not able to finish it. So a good stop for Baltimore is they kind of feels like they need to score on this drive or else Tennessee could keep scoring on them. Oh, this game could get really ugly if they don't get a score quick just because I don't really see uh, Baltimore as like a – really fast scoring team like and you don't want to play catch up with a, a, a they really rely so much team. on running the ball that Absolutely. They, it takes them a little bit longer sometimes yeah all right so the other two games of the day we got 140 chicago in new orleans is the second game of the day so chicago is eight and eight i have been very low on the bears almost all year i think they suck um mitch trubisky's had a bounce back couple of weeks here uh, towards the end of the season but it hasn't been against necessarily good teams. If you look at their schedule, their wins at the end include wins over the Texans, the Vikings, and the Jaguars. Right. Those three defenses are pretty bad. So Trubisky played well against those guys. They lost the Packers uh, by double digits in the last week of the season. And before that, they had had their six-game losing streak uh, when they played good teams. They played the Rams, lost by 14. They played the Saints, lost by three. Uh, played the Titans, lost by a touchdown, lost to the Vikings, lost to the Packers, and lost to the Lions, too. So close games, but all losses. Their defense is good. Bears, it seems like the Bears always have a good defense. But you know who I don't trust? Mitch Trubisky. Mitchell. I don't trust you. You're playing better, but I don't trust you. Uh, you know who I do trust in the playoffs, at least early? It's the Saints. And I trust Sean Payton, and I trust Drew Brees, not as much as I used to, but I trust him to still have capabilities of, of winning an NFL game. And, oh, yeah, your best player is back from COVID. Alvin Kamara is back and ready to go. It's a nine-point spread. People think uh, the Saints are going to win big in this game. I do, too. I, I just don't see how the Bears keep this game close, to be honest with you. I think, honestly, they're the worst team in the playoffs. I think they're worse than Washington. Oh, that's that's for sure. Um, 
Washington had the worst record. Yeah, that's for, that's for sure that they're worse than Washington. Washington just, you know, they're because that defense in Washington is really good. You know that, and I don't know if we're saying. I mean, the Bears defense is, I think it's good, but Mitchell is is just a. a no, the word we keep using is liability. He, he's he can be really bad for you, and so it it's crazy. This would be the the ironic part where Mitch Mitch Trubisky came out and just just went crazy in the playoffs. Saints like, have a good defense, though. We've oh no, they have they have a very good defense, you know. But we've seen we've seen guys, you know, what I'm saying, go to the playoffs and have amazing games. People that weren't supposed to win playoffs. We've seen Tim Tebow win a playoff game, you know, like so. It's not. I don't have to tell you that because you, you know that's that's your team, but. We know that these guys can come in. Like last year, if you'd have told me that Ryan Tannehill would have outplayed Tom Brady in the playoffs, I would have told you you were lying. There's no way that that would happen. Like that's crazy. And then he went in there and just completely, you know, destroyed, you know, the Patriots. And, well, Derrick Henry did a lot of it, but Tannehill was right on point. You know, we've we've seen teams with really good defenses take subpar quarterbacks. Looking at you, Rex Grossman and the Chicago Bears, all the way to the Super Bowl, all the way to the promised land, or at least to the championship game. So, I'm just not sure if the Bears' I don't defense think, is I don't think, as elite as that. I don't think that's going to happen today. I don't know if you know if if that's going to be the case. However, in the in the playoffs, man, you just you just don't know. What's that old adage in NFL? Any given Sunday, like you you great movie. You, you it's an awesome movie. It's my favorite man. football movie. Actually. I have a there's a fun story Bill Bellamy tells about the, the Jamie Fox and uh um, LL Cool J's fight on any during any given Sunday. So. It's pretty, pretty really? funny. Yeah, real story. But, um, yeah, the, the Bears, I think this should be a pretty easy game for the Saints. The Saints just, they, I think they're still looking to avenge that that terrible pass interference. And I'm using the quote fingers here. That pass interference call from a couple seasons ago. The non-call. The, exactly. The, the non-call that would have sent them to the Super Bowl. And maybe even, and I think that would have been, that, that would have made it Saints- Patriots in that Super Bowl? That was, uh, yes. That would have been, I mean, Drew Brees versus Brady, like for the yep. for the Super Bowl, that would have been great. Last year, didn't they, who did they lose in the playoffs to last year? Because you know they made the playoffs. They did. The and they lost another stupid way last yep. year. It's it's their way. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that, oh, my God, that was last year. Last year was the Minneapolis miracle. The Viking with the Vikings thing. Was that Stephon, was last year? I think I think so. I thought that was like two years ago, three years, two or three years ago. I thought so too. Well, they lost to the Vikings 26-20 in overtime. I don't know if that was the if that was the game. No, it wasn't the game. Okay, never mind. Stefan Diggs only had two catches. So it was not the Minneapolis miracle. <laughs> but they played the Vikings again and lost in overtime. The Saints have a problem winning in the playoffs recently. Yes. We all give Sean Payton love. He is a Super Bowl winning coach. But the Saints in the playoffs have a problem. So despite the fact that the Bears, in my opinion, are the worst team in the playoffs, despite the fact that I think the Bears, frankly, suck, this is the Saints in the playoffs that we're talking about, which is always a little bit of a scary uh, thing to look at. Yeah, and that's, I still think they're going to win big, but it is a bit nerve-wracking. No, yeah, and with, you know, you wonder how good Kamara is going to be as he comes back. You know, COVID and the protocols, we don't really know how anybody – uh, especially professional athletes, you know, what the recovery is like and how much of a toll it really takes on your body. You know, and Kamara doesn't, you know, he's not a, you know, a, a corner or something like that. He's a he's a player that has to take a lot of contact, a lot of, you know, of, for multiple plays. So you just wonder how how good he's going to be for his team as he comes back. But uh, that it can't hurt to have an Alvin Kamara back in your, in your lineup along with the rest of those guys. And Drew Brees being healthy-ish. For you, you know, to kind of come down this last little playoff run for you is going to be huge. They just have to figure out a way to keep that guy on his feet and out of the trainer's booth. 
I actually don't remember this play. Maybe it's just too many playoff games in the brain. You don't remember each specific one, but uh, it was a 43-yard pass to Adam Thielen on the first drive of overtime that got them into scoring range against the Saints last year. I don't remember that at all. I'm trying to remember that as well. But again, heartbreaking losses for the Saints. So how do you respond, Sean Payton? Because you said it. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. But that was like that 13 was a long years ago. Time ago. That was that was a really long time ago. So you it's it's funny when you win the Super Bowl, like that's like a another a lifetime pass for another few years. Well, he won the Super Bowl well, he, back. It's in, like basically a lifetime pass. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Well, you know, he did win a Super Bowl back in 2000. Like we're still to, John Gruden got 10 years from the Raiders for winning a Super Bowl back in 2002. <laughs> 10 years. Like, I mean, so it doesn't really matter. All you got to do is win one, baby. Just win. Just win one. Just win, baby. I'm curious to see Taysom Hill in this game as well. You know that Sean Payton loves Taysom Hill. I continue to not understand he's why Sean Payton. the only person that loves Taysom Hill. Uh, I'm curious to see if he's going to have a big impact in a good or a bad way. Like, are they going to use him and he's just going to fail constantly because everyone knows what's happening when Taysom Hill's out there? Or is he going to surprise us all and is he going to have a good game? Because Drew Brees has had a strange year. He's old. He is old. He looked pretty washed in the beginning of the season. He had a couple of better games. He then broke every rib in his body. And then he came back and has not looked good. He's not been able to even get the ball that far down the field. He's had some moments, but generally he's been a lot of short throws, which is great if you have a guy like Alvin Kamara. But I'm curious to see if maybe Taysom Hill gets a little bit more snaps at quarterback too. No, and Just because Breeze is. And you mentioned, I know we have to break, but old. Uh, Brady's old too. But the difference between Drew Brees and Brady is Brady hasn't been hurt. A, a lot of his career you know he's had the year with the knee injury back in 2008 and for the most part he hasn't missed a lot of games with with injuries like so breezes breezes you mentioned he doesn't the, have the prototypical quarterback body he's no, shorter no and breeze remember the shoulder that he came off of from uh when he was in san diego and then from there it was the back and then it was the ribs and now it's the arm like drew breeze has been banged up a whole 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 lot so uh, this uh, this this has to be his last year. I don't know if he can go for another year and get kind of beat up like this. So I think this might be Drew Brees' last stand, and because it might be his last stand, I think he's going to give it his all. Well, I mean, they did say that this could be the transition year, right? Like they said Taysom Hill was the quarterback Hopefully of the future. Hopefully it's not for Taysom Hill. Hopefully it's not. Uh, I think it's going to be. Then you guys are going back to the Yanks. Well, they, w- they won a lot of games when he played. When he was starting, they won. Yeah, but He's I mean, is that sustainable? Good. You know, RG3 won a lot of games when he started, too. You know what I mean? Like, is that something that you can sustain for a long time? Kirk Cousins won a lot of games when he first started. You like that? Is that something that you can really maintain? And I think that's my big question for Taysom Hill. All right, let's take a break. One more segment to go. One more game to talk about. Pittsburgh and Cleveland, but the Browns dealing with COVID. It's going to be interesting to see how they come out in their first playoff game in a very long time. This is Football Sunday on The Fan. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Titans defense stepping up here early. I mean, they gave up a couple of decent-sized plays in that drive, but holding them to a, or holding them to a field goal attempt. Like, I feel like I just found my iPod or something like that. <laughs> and all these songs from seven years ago are playing. It's a good little trip down put memory on, lane. Put it on my Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you have one of those? I did have one. So my grandfather. Oh, you thought you were so cool, didn't you? Oh, my you? God. I didn't know what to do with it at first. It was like, man, I don't know how to use this. Like, I don't know how to put music on it or anything like that. And took a friend of mine. I was like, bro, you got a Zoom? Like, this is tight. You can. And then he showed me all the things I can do with it. And I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. And then Zooms died because iPod became better. And I then here comes iPod with the shuffles and the Well, minis. iPod and Zoom. iPod came out first, actually. Zune was like Microsoft's attempt yeah. at trying to counteract the iPod. Yeah. It was, and uh, I don't know if it was – I never had a Zune, so I don't know if it, it was, was better big. or worse. And it, was, it was like it was big. remote control big <laughs> at first. It was like, yeah, man, that's crazy. Well, there was only one Zune, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was a big fan of like – So that's kind of a stupid name. Zune? Yeah, it wasn't a great name. It wasn't a great name. What was the well, – how is, is that supposed to be like some sort of hip like – tune like music but z haha i don't know well it's not like apple was super creative ipod iphone i gear itunes i i chat i like i'm not talking okay. about creativity but is ipod not catchier than zune ipod is very catchy yeah you know that's all that matters no i mean yeah i, su I, su I suppose but i was a big like I'm a, I'm a big nerd as far as new technology i remember that you're probably too young for this but the sidekick I'm not too young. Well, I mean, I don't know like what I'm you like, had. I'm like six years younger than you. Yeah, dude. I don't know what you had. But except when I had the sidekick, I was 21. So oh, the sidekick if, you know, was like the high school phone no, for I was, everybody. I was 20. Excuse me when I got that. I remember. So I was 14. So I was in high school. Man. And I was. Was I 14? I might have been a little bit younger than that. But I, I remember the sidekick was huge. Everybody was like, oh, we can we can flip it up and we got a full keyboard in here. And we all text each other constantly. I didn't have one, but no, yeah. So the cool uh, kids had one, and I, I wasn't cool. I saw a fabulous video, the rapper, and he had the phone. I was like, "What is that?" And Freeze. so, um, uh, uh, Marcus. Sorry, that was uh, so the University of Washington star Marcus Sahonis, his mom actually gave me my the cell phone number that I have right now when I was a junior in high school, and uh, so when I was like twenty in college, I was like, "Man, I really want." that phone and at the time you know it's it's brand new so when stuff first comes out it's like super expensive you want the new xbox or playstation right now you got to spend it's like the 600 or whatever it is yeah. for it but in like a year it'll be a little bit cheaper so it was at first it was like 700 yeah yeah yeah. give me that <laughs> so i i thought i was so cool and it was the, the best conversation starter open your phone and oh my god is that your phone Yes, yes, baby, it is my phone. Do you want to? Would see you like it? your phone number you to be in it? You want to see it? Yeah, here, go ahead. Put it in the, I can take pictures. I can take videos. I like can text you from this phone if you give it's me a cool. number. Pretty cool. You know what a text message is? I got you. <laughs> Unlimited over here. Although not everybody had a phone when those phones were coming out. Like everyone was starting to, but it wasn't like that. Everyone has a phone. No. like it is nowadays. Nah, yeah. It Funny was... enough, there's a there's an apartment complex on one of my running routes, and in the parking lot of this complex, there's a van. It's a windowless fan, so you know there's some weird, creepy S going on. It's a great fan. But. <laughs> Just put a G on, on the front of Yeah, the okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, on the side, it says, like, Sidekick, and it's the phone. It's like an actual, like, I, I, what was the company that had it? T-Mobile. Yeah, it says T-Mobile Sidekick on the side of the van. That's and awesome. I'm like, are you. Slaying sidekicks. Are you selling sidekicks? Or is this a 20-year-old van? Yeah, man, what do you need? I got sidekicks. I got flip phones. I got and, like, who are you trying to attract in your creepy windowless van with the sidekicks? You think there's, like, some 40-year-old out there who wants to go, like, oh, 
Oh, I want to get a sidekick yeah. instead of my iPhone. Nostalgia purposes. You know, sidekicks, they got actual buttons on them, so you don't have to mm-hmm. press the numbers. And I got big I got big hands. You have big hands. I send a lot of you know, when I'm texting because it's accident. Like you're texting when you're drunk? No, I'm just saying. Well, that's what it that's what it sounds like when I'm drunk. But no, like sometimes my hands are too big and I have to do after delete things fifty million times just to make sure I send the right okay message. So, so I just send thumbs up. I just send emojis now. There you go. Smiley face. That's, that's the language of the day, anyway. All right. Well, a couple of minutes left. Let's. Uh, what do you think the Browns are going to look like after not practicing for an entire week and not having their head coach and not having their offensive guard who's a pro bowler and not having a couple other players or assistants? How do you think the Browns in their first playoff game are going to look against the Steelers? Today? I think it's going to be a struggle. I think it's going to be a struggle. The Steelers. Um, Probably the most disrespected team in the league this year. You know, they, they got off to the really great undefeated start, and then they dropped a few games in between there, and then instantly everybody jumped off the bandwagon for the Steelers. But Ben Roethlisberger looks th- good, as good this year as he has in a long time. You know, and Juju Smith-Schuster all of a sudden, you know, started to kind of look like himself, you know, halfway through the season. So I'm looking at this Pittsburgh team, and honestly, Mike Tomlin is a coach that we don't talk about enough enough as being one of the greats in the NFL right now i think he's know. getting i think he's getting starting to get that respect because everyone's for, realizing all the coaching changes and then they see stability in pittsburgh yeah. and they go why oh that's right because tomlin's good and, and for a long time it was tomlin's not disciplined and he doesn't discipline his team and he needs to take more responsibility for what they do and everything like and through all the noise he still performs so i think tomlin and i think his uh his his group of assistants have been amazing this year. I don't think anybody expected Pittsburgh to be as good as they were. You knew they'd be competitive because of the Steelers, but I don't think anybody thought they would be what they ended up being for most of the season, like competing for the top spot in the AFC going into the playoffs. And so what we thought they might be is kind of what they turned into near the end when they lost a couple of games in a row. The offense kind of was inconsistent. It, you know, it was a bit of a worry. And that I, happens. I am curious. I don't know if you saw this story, but there was a report that it was in the regular season, I forget which game it was, but the Steelers were not playing well, and at halftime, Ben Roethlisberger decided he wasn't going to take the play calls from the offensive coordinator anymore. He was just going to call the plays himself. And they came back from down 21 points, I think it was, and they won the game. And it was all Big Ben. And they went, quick count, and he called the plays himself. That's really bad on the OC if you are that if you are doing that bad at calling offense that your quarterback says, screw you, I'm taking the plays over myself, and then you come back and score 28 points in the second half and win, I'm going to be very curious to see how the offense is run today for them because you're right, Smith-Schuster's had a better second half of the year, but their receivers have a lot of drop issues. Deontay Johnson can't hold on to the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, the running game has been a joke this year. James Conner is not the same running back as he has been. He's been hurt a lot. Their backup is Benny Snell, who's also not very good. I think the Browns should lose this game because of the COVID issues, and I, I feel bad for Cleveland fans because of that. You finally get back, and what happens? You can't even practice. But I think it's going to be closer than you think because I think Pittsburgh is not quite as elite as we thought earlier in the year. Oh, no, and 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 the Browns aren't going to lay down. You know, the, the one thing we know about the Browns this year is they're competitive, and they want to win, and I, we know that they can win, and Baker is better. Um, it might be addition by subtraction because taking Odell Beckham – out of your lineup a little bit kind of gave a little, other people a little more opportunity to shine. And so I think the Browns are going to be competitive. I don't think they're going to win, but I'm, I definitely don't think they're going to lay down just because this is an opportunity for somebody else to step up because of all the COVID uh, subtraction. So I look at this for a, a big opportunity for the Browns to shut up big brother.
All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you guys so much for listening and texting in. And uh, if you missed any of the show and you want to listen to it, you can find it on the Les Schwab Tires podcast, radio.com app, 1080thefan.com, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Play, et cetera. We'll be back next week. Seahawks now won't be on and interfering with us at all because they're done. So we'll be back 9 to 11 next week with plenty more games to break down and plenty more games to preview as we are in. These are some of our favorite shows because it's just football constantly to talk about. And this is the first year with six. It's crazy, but it's fun. So enjoy the games, everybody. Have a very good rest of your Sunday, and we'll see you next week. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.